Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, mystics and masters in the making. This is The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish, promote, and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. Hi, Terry. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good. Another, another week, another step closer to our ascension, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, today we are continuing our series on humanism. We're going to be playing a, a large portion of lecture that actually is going to be spanning the next three, well, actually it's going to be spanning three programs. Today is the middle, number two of three. Next week, of course, will be number three. And to briefly recap, um, humanism posits that human beings are capable of being ethical and moral without, without religion or without a God. In other words, the humanist says, no deity will save us, we have to save ourselves. And that, unfortunately, is a lie that many have chosen to accept. Now, why are we choosing to focus on this topic? Number one, because it is pervasive in our culture today. And number two, because no one in the universe ever saved himself. God is the only power that can act. God is the doer, and truth is, man cannot make it home on his own. So let's get right into this. Let's listen to the first segment now. Here it goes. Believing that religion must work increasingly for joy in living, religious humanists aim to foster the creative in man and to encourage achievements that add to the satisfactions of life. The humanists are firmly convinced that existing acquisitive and profit-motivated society has shown itself to be inadequate and that a radical change in methods, controls, and motives must be instituted. A social and cooperative economic order must be established to the end that the equitable distribution of the means of life be possible. The goal of humanism is a free and universal society in which people voluntarily and intelligently cooperate for the common good. Humanists demand a shared life in a shared world. The humanist demands that we give up our property for the sake of all people. They do not see individual control of property. It is a communist doctrine. That was the end of the quote. All of that was quote out of the Humanist Manifesto. Many religions have virtually identical beliefs, even though they have a few doctrinal differences. This is also true of the humanists. In fact, one religion that has beliefs identical to the humanists is organized as a church and has its own Bible, which poses the following question. What is wrong with being human and having human limitations as well as assets? By denying his desires, the mystic has come no closer to overcoming compulsion than his kindred soul, the Christian. That statement is from the Satanic Bible. The text of the Satanic Bible counsels, quote, Adherence to the sensible and humanistic new morality of Satanism can and will evolve society in which our children can grow up healthy and without the devastating moral encumbrances of our existing sick society. End quote. According to Anton LaVey, the author of the Satanic Bible, the differences between humanism and Satanism are a matter of ritual rather than belief. He explains the difference, quote, 
Satanism is based on a very sound philosophy, say the emancipated. But why call it Satanism? Why not call it something like humanism, or a name that would have the connotation of a witchcraft group, something a little more esoteric, something less blatant? End quote. There is more than one reason for this. Humanism is not a religion. It is simply a way of life with no ceremony or dogma. Satanists are humanists with ceremony and dogma. It is only on this basis that he can say, Satanism is the only religion known to man that accepts man as he is and promotes the rationale of turning a bad thing into a good thing rather than bending over backwards to eliminate the bad thing. Nevertheless, the humanists do the same. If we hold that Anton LaVey's statement is true, we can conclude that humanism is Satanism without ritual. Or we might as plausibly conclude that humanists have their own rituals and dogmas embodied in the behavior modification techniques of the humanist and behavioral psychologists, but that these are merely not recognized by the Satanic Church. Humanists, psychologists, would thus form a priest class in the humanist religious movement. Humanists and Satanists have the same focal point of worship, man. The Satanic Bible says, man, the animal, is the godhead to the Satanist. In 1973, Humanist magazine published a second Humanist manifesto. It stated their principles more completely. It reads in part, quote, as in 1933, humanists still believe that traditional theism, especially faith in the prayer-hearing God, assumed to love and care for persons, to hear and understand their prayers and to be able to do something about them, is an unproven and outmoded faith. The next century can be and should be the humanist century. End quote. The Satanic Bible holds the same beliefs, quote, the Satanist realizes that man and the action and reaction of the universe is responsible for everything and doesn't mislead himself into thinking that someone cares. No longer will we sit back and accept fate without doing anything about it, just because it says so in chapter such and such, Psalm so and so, and that's that. The Satanist knows that praying does absolutely no good. In fact, it actually lessens the chance of success for the devoutly religious too often sit back complacently and pray for a situation which, if they were to do something about it on their own, could be accomplished much quicker. How many of you have ever read the Satanic Bible? A few of you who have read it have read it by my assignment. <laughs> I have assigned the reading of the Satanic Bible in upper levels of Summit University because I think it's important for you to understand the enemy. After man, know thyself, the second injunction is man, know thy enemy. When I first picked up the Satanic Bible, after it came out a number of years ago, I expected to find some kind of rites and incantations and bloodletting ceremonies and rituals, and instead I found an intellectual argument for the making of man, which I would call the carnal mind or the human, central to life, and a rationale for the gratification of all of the desires of that man. What we come to realize is that humanism 
according to its terminology, seems to be doing the best for individuals by avoiding conflict which comes when they must master their emotions, supposedly suppress their desires, and go through the pain and agony of weaning themselves from a fleshly consciousness in order to understand a spiritual path. The humanists and the Satanists, who are one only by a matter of degrees, have long considered that churches and religious movements have only interfered with the natural psychology of man getting along very well as he is within his environment without God. You can see here the entire basis of the satanic rebellion against the sons of God in the beginning. You can see that the humanist would not call himself a Satanist, mainly because he does not want to acknowledge any leader or any religion or any ritual. He doesn't want to be told that his religion really came from such and such group of fallen ones who rebelled against the original Godhead. But in fact, many humanists are a part of that original rebellion. So this is the very example I was speaking of, of the core elite who know why they are doing what they are doing, and of those who come away from it with less and less awareness that by their belief system, and humanism is a belief system, they tie themselves by vibration, by commitment to the very devil himself. So stripped bare, humanism is Satanism. And when you go out and strip it bare, and when you study that satanic Bible, giving your astrayas and your calls to Archangel Michael and your judgment calls, and you have realized what it contains, you will see it is not some kind of dark ritual that people would shun, but it is scientific humanism with the ceremonies that go along with the rites of Satanism. Today, Anton LaVey claims there is no such thing as blood sacrifice or bloodletting or animal rituals and all such things. He says all that is of the past. He's even made the statement that he isn't quite sure that Satan exists that the real Satan is man, the carnal mind, man as the animal, and that is the point and the only point of divinity. Well, he's become very popular in intellectual circles. Very high figures were given for the sales of the Satanic Bible when it came out, and very high figures are given for membership in the Satanic Church. Well, you can see why when you get into it. You can see exactly why because it is the humanist philosophy that is so prevalent. Added to it are those rituals of ceremony and rite which are entirely engaged in to gain power to the individual performing the ceremonies. And of course, since all people have a need for religion, you can see where you can come through the logical conclusion that if you're going to reject God and exalt man, why not exalt the man called Satan, who was the very first one who dared to set himself apart from God and his sons and to proclaim himself as the sole God? Humanists do say that they are God and the only God, and no other God exists but man. Oh, boy. Well, stay tuned. There's lots more where that came from. Please stay with us. your world. 
world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks so much for staying with us on the Open Door today, as we did last week. We'll do again next week. We're playing almost in its entirety a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet uh, called Education of the Heart. And it's really about humanism, which is the, the, the move to supplant God with man. And to put man's desires above God's will. And uh, without any further ado, let's continue to play this uh, this lecture. Now, this is the second segment today. We'll do two more after this. So please stay with us for that. Here we go again. Now, I want to take this a little bit farther. Because I'm not going to be satisfied unless you have a very clear and complete picture of the almost line-by-line comparisons between the humanist manifesto, which is the foundation of the educational revolution, and the satanic Bible. The humanist manifesto says, quote, we affirm a set of common principles that can serve as a basis for united action, positive principles relevant to the present human condition. They are a design for a secular society on a planetary scale, unquote. The satanic counterpart of this affirmation reads, quote, Lucifer is risen once more to proclaim 
This is the age of Satan. Satan rules the earth. The gods of the unjust are dead. This is the morning of magic and undefiled wisdom. The flesh prevaileth, and a great church shall be builded, consecrated in its name. No longer shall man's salvation be dependent on his self-denial. And it will be known that the world of the flesh and the living shall be the greatest preparation for any and all eternal delights. Unquote. The Humanist Manifesto 2, the second manifesto, is the most concise, coherent statement of humanist goals and beliefs. From this it is possible to see the humanist worldview and to trace many of the problems we are facing in our society and our schools back to their source. The humanist culture and worldview are permeating our society, permeating our schools, and are beginning to saturate our youth. The decline in learning, the increase in violence, the general disorientation of our children, the increase of drug use, and the disintegration of their morals is the direct result of their assimilation of the humanist culture because the humanist culture is the satanic culture. A mere human philosophy of doing good and helping children to adjust to their humanness could not possibly produce this much evil in our society as we see today. It is Satanism disguised as humanism or humanitarianism that is destroying the very souls of our youth. To encourage our children to accept humanist ideas is one of the humanists' principal strategies. Education, said John Dewey, holds the key to orderly social reconstruction. So you see a group of people who have goals for changing society and religion and have decided to use education to do so. And the only reason they have had any success is because we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, domestic tranquility, and all of this have left off of that declaration of independence and have allowed ourselves, think of it, to become dependent to the point of slavery, to the humanist god, Satan, now enthroned as the god of the intellectual elite. Can you believe that this has happened without the people even having the faintest idea that it has happened? Bad enough that it has happened, but that it has happened without their realization shows you the subtlety of that serpent in the garden. A review of the highlights of the Second Humanist Manifesto demonstrates the influence humanism has had on our entire culture as well as education. On the subject of religion, it declares, quote, we believe that traditional dogmatic or authoritarian religions that place revelation, God, ritual, or creed above human needs and experience do a disservice to the human species. You can understand that this community, which has drawn a circle around itself, is identified as an enemy to the humanists by the humanists they identify us as their enemy. Therefore, they must destroy us 
by ridicule, malicious gossip, the pernicious prognostications of the men and women of the press, as Nada worded it in her pearl, pernicious prognostications, predicting what we are, what we have been, and what we will be. They have their own forms of prophecy. To destroy by the spoken and written word, this is what the humanists must do because they are threatened by the real and the living God. Ever has it been. Ever has it been. I look into your faces. I see you who are the remnants of the various mystery schools of China, Tibet, of Pythagoras, at Cretona. I see you coming down from the Essenes. And I see the dividing and the conquering of the children of the light by these same tactics. I have never seen you so enlightened in all of your history, all of your evolution. I've never seen you with such a scepter of authority in your right hand, with such blazing hearts, with such cleared auras. We can be grateful to Almighty God that he has sent to us Saint Germain and Jesus Christ, that Sanat Kumara has come, that Gautama and Maitreya tarry with us, that we have such a reinforcement of the brotherhood that we can take up those causes in this time to win, where before we have not had all of the pieces of this cosmic jigsaw puzzle put together and all of the reinforcement of this dispensation of the brotherhood. In these various thousands of years, whether by karma or by world karma, the time was not ripe for the community to be able to survive the humanism of the centuries. So you see what a glorious moment it is for that revolution. It is exciting beyond all joy that we could even imagine that all of this, and then we have to say, and this too, all of the light and the teachings, all of the liberation, how you can accelerate on your own, independent of me or anyone that would possess you. You can take your decrees, you can take your dictations, you can take your studies, apply that law, and progressively put on more and more and more of that God consciousness. God indeed has hid himself in the hearts of his people. And in this age, he's not going to remain to be hidden any longer. He will not remain hidden. He will step forth through the veil, through you. He'll open the door and swing it wide of your heart chakra and step forth to the world. And before that God, the world will tremble. Do you know that the Satanists and the fallen ones do not tremble before the God who is in his heaven? They mock him, they scorn him, they ridicule him, they write their satanic Bible, they practice their black magic, they steal the light of the holy innocence, all of that. The only God they fear is the God who lives in the earth, in the hearts of his people who have integrated with him. The satanic Bible reads, quote, No creed must be accepted upon authority of a divine nature. Religions must be put to the question. No moral dogma must be taken for granted. No standard of measurement deified. There is nothing inherently sacred about moral codes. Like the wooden idols of long ago, they are the work of human hands, 
What man has made, man can destroy. The Satanist shuns terms such as hope and prayer as they are indicative of apprehension. If we hope and pray for something to come about, we will not act in a positive way which will make it happen. The Satanist, realizing that anything he gets is of his own doing, takes command of the situation instead of praying to God for it to happen. Positive thinking and positive action add up to results. End of quote from the Satanic Bible. While the humanists admit that while there is much that we do not know, they also maintain humans are responsible for what we are or we will be. No deity will save us. We must save ourselves. This is the most telling of all statements of the humanist manifesto. No deity will save us. We must save ourselves. Why do they say no deity will save us? Because they've read the book of Enoch in their past incarnations. They heard what our father Enoch received as the word of God. The fallen angels went to Enoch and they said, Go and intercede for us before the Father, that he will have mercy upon us and forgive us and share with us of his everlasting kingdom. So Enoch goes to the Father and pleads for mercy on behalf of the fallen angels. And God gives Enoch a lecture and tells him why those fallen angels ought to be praying for the children of God. And God makes his absolute prophecy through Enoch that these fallen angels will not be forgiven. They will not be given everlasting life. That their judgment will come when their cycles are up and not any sooner. And therefore the children of God have to learn to undo them and outsmart them while they yet are fulfilling their preordained cycles in the world of flesh. <laughs> Indeed. It's all about just putting on more and more of God's consciousness. Yes. Well, back in a moment. Please stay with us. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. 
For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. You know, I was thinking that as we're listening to these segments, that in one respect, maybe this is an over- oversimplification, but we must learn to outsmart the devil. We really must. <laughs> you know, as I think one of the quotes coming up will hear, it says, We must learn to, to stand, to face, and conquer. The satanic impulses, you know, those things, those desires that pull us away from the will of God. Right. And, and one, of the, one of the really important things that she ended that segment with was in reference to the fallen angels when Enoch gave his lecture, uh, or Enoch was given a lecture by God, is that their judgment will come when their cycles are up and not any sooner. Yeah. And we're seeing that right now, what we're calling the draining of the swamp, so to speak. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, let's get back to this lecture. Let's hear, here's the next segment. So then you understand. Humans are responsible for what we are or we will be. No deity will save us. We must save ourselves. Now, no one ever saved himself in this universe, so it is a public admission. God will not save us, so we are going to the second death. They've already made their pact with second death. They already know it's coming. They have only one goal in mind, to take as many children of the light with them on the way, to tear them from the blessed love of Almighty God. So the soul of the child of God can be lost if it comes under the influence of the fallen ones and sells that soul for the pride and the glorification of Satan. Jesus gave us that demonstration in the wilderness the very first initiation of his mission. If you would wear the mantle of the world teacher, you must stand, face, and conquer the satanic God, the Satan of human pride, the desires, the glory of the world, the money of the world, and the success of the world. This is why Mother Mary has appeared with tears in her eyes many times to children or illiterate peasants to tell them to tell the people to give the rosary to pray to pray for the people because many souls will be lost in this age this is why there is the preaching of the word because the preaching of the word delivers the sacred fire that breaks the spell of satanism that so permeates our culture this is why the written word is not enough when those under the hypnotism and the programming of the doctrines of Satan read the word, they cannot assimilate it. It is more than reading the word. 
we have to go and preach the word that the Holy Ghost deliver them from the chains of bondage. Moses didn't send a letter into Egypt. He didn't send them a set of books and say, here, read this and come and join me when you're ready. God desires to give you that very same ordination of the indwelling light of the I am that I am. He has a mission for every one of you. He knows that to set the captives free requires the personal interaction. You have to establish a figure-eight flow with the people that are to be liberated as powerful, more powerful than the figure-eight flow that's been established between the people and the fallen ones. They're entirely enmeshed in this culture and its subculture today. The only thing that will do that is God anointing you and you having great enough love to be anointed. Love is the only condition that will accord you the anointing, not desire for prestige or to be thought of as wise, but a love so great that at any moment that you would be called upon to do so, you would lay down your life for your friends. Whether you lay it down and continue to live in this octave or the next octave, it is that ultimate surrender of giving yourself that others might live. Any other form of surrender is a sham and a mockery before God. And God knows our hearts, and he doesn't buy it, and he doesn't exchange power for that kind of surrender. So he tests and tests and tests. And it's unbelievable to me the amount of testings that I observe our chilas go through. <laughs> Things you wouldn't imagine. What is the purpose? To find out how much you really do love God and his children, how much you'll really go through, why you are here, why you are in the service. Power motives do not surface sometimes, except after years of people being around the Ascended Masters and their teachings. So they are tested and tested and tested. So it's kind of an admission that they're really throwing in the towel no deity will save us. We must save ourselves. What have they got left? They can't countenance becoming God. And therefore, in being not God, the only thing left to do is save yourself. Save yourself by perpetuating yourself in the minds of the people who are attached to God. Infuse their brains, their minds, with your consciousness, your personality, your sophisticated culture, your fads, your styles, your food, your meat and bloodletting, and all of the things that they have perpetuated in society. Mock God by depositing in his children the drugs that destroy their chakras and their attunement. Laugh when God weeps because one of his children is lost. That's the kicks of the fallen ones. Now take the people on the outer peripheries of humanism. They don't understand all of this. The lines are not clearly drawn. They would not believe you if you told them. They think that they are doing the very best for children today, relieving them of all of their frustrations and burdens, etc. 
they would not see this in terms of Armageddon. This is very old-fashioned, you know. It's very old-fashioned to believe in absolutes. Relativism has taken over our society. You can see where I would be placed on the spectrum of preachers today. I mean, this is an absolutely intolerant position. The people on the outer edges of humanism really believe that they are good people acting for the good of the people, and they see nothing wrong with that. They don't understand the meaning of Jesus' teaching, why callest thou me good, there is only one good but God. They haven't translated from being a good person to being the manifestation of the God person. They want to be called a good person and to take credit for the good that they do. The Satanic Bible commands, Say unto thine own heart, I am mine own Redeemer. When the weight of these cultural forces comes to bear on the justices of the Supreme Court, they can alter their worldview. This makes it possible for them to interpret an elastic constitution to mean that there should be no prayer in the schools. It would be misleading to say that prayer was banned, however. It is traditional prayer that was removed. It was replaced by the humanist equivalent, moral education and values clarification. Indeed, in a statement on ethics, the Humanist Manifesto declares, We affirm that moral values derive their source from human experience. Ethics is autonomous and situational, needing no theological or ideological sanction. Ethics stems from human need and interest. To deny this distorts the whole basis of life. We strive for the good life here and now. The Satanic Bible teaches, quote, Life is the great indulgence, death the great abstinence. Therefore, make the most of life here and now. Indulgence, not compulsion. The highest plateau of human development is the awareness of the flesh. Satanism encourages its followers to indulge in their natural desires. Only by so doing can you be a completely satisfied person with no frustrations which can be harmful to yourself and others around you. Therefore, the most simplified description of the satanic belief is indulgence instead of abstinence. End of quote. And then, finally, another quote from the satanic Bible. Finally, a religion, Satanism, has been formed which commends and rewards those who support the society in which they live instead of denouncing them for their human needs. The humanist stand on individuality has become a call to arms for sexual license. Sex education in the schools has been the direct result. Sex education is one of the replacements for prayer in the schools. And I don't say that generally, but specifically. Prayer in the schools, spoken aloud by the children, was for the raising of the kundalini. And it accomplished that. You remove prayer and you introduce rock music, which lowers energy, TV, subliminals, humanist culture, and then you are forced to have sex education because now children want to know what to do with the energy 
that is in their lower chakras and organs. I attended public schools. We had prayer in the schools. We didn't have sex education. I never observed children frustrated or upset or asking for sex education. We didn't have such problems. The prayer, the psalm, the Pledge of Allegiance were a very high moment of the day. It was a real point of unity of the classroom, and you could feel the light and the presence. Just that simple ingredient of a few moments, and the angels take care of the natural innocence of the child and protect them until those years when these functions become a natural part of marriage and the bringing forth of children. Sex education has taught children to have premarital sex at an early age, encourage them to have abortions, to try or practice homosexuality, and failing all else to masturbate. The humanist teaching on masturbation counsels the child not to have feelings of guilt. The Satanist takes the same point of view, but unlike his humanist counterpart, he recognizes the ritualistic element of this practice which the humanist overlooks. The Satanic Bible says, quote, Masturbation, considered a sexual taboo by many people, creates a guilt problem not easily dealt with. Much emphasis must be placed on this subject as it constitutes an extremely important ingredient of many a successful, magical working. We know that Satanists, including Anton LaVey and his Council of Nine and the upper echelon Satanists, use such practices, all types of sexual activities and perversions, when they do their rituals and incantations against the children of the light, especially the messenger and the chilas of this activity, thereby attempting to put an overwhelming burden of sexual energies upon the children of the light and to bring them down to those energies and to then cause them to have guilt feelings. Well, we've got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment for our final segment. Please stay with us. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. 
Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. You know, no, Terry, I, I, I think that we might anticipate a few emails <laughs> after this program. You know, I, we recognize very clearly that this is pretty heavy going stuff. This whole discussion of humanism, the humanist manifesto one and two, the satanic Bible, not stuff you're going to hear most other places. I mean, I think this is content that you, I safe, safe to say it's pretty rare. Well, I think you'd have to search pretty hard to find a copy of the Satanist Bible, you know, the Satanic Bible today. It's not in Barnes and Noble, is it? You can order it. You can order it online. Oh, but, yeah. You know, most people aren't going to read that. But I, so yeah. it's important that there is this comparison between this humanism and Satanism. I mean, oh, yeah. you wouldn't think that the two are the same unless somebody like Elizabeth Clare Prophet went into depth on this. Boy, does she ever. Yeah. <laughs> We're only half through, by the way. You know, we've got this, the remainder of today's show, plus next week, again, you know, four full segments from the c- concluding purport- portion of this lecture. And one of the things about this is that with the influence of humanism being felt everywhere. I mean, it's in education, it's in the media, it's in our culture, um, it's in politics. Um, you know, there's the, the almost blanket accept, acceptance of abortion, for example, or sexual permissiveness, uh, you know, no prayer in schools, um, how public schools in general have been kind of subverted through this whole humanistic revolution. There's so much here that we have to be willing to pay attention to. Yeah, taking the Ten, ten Commandments down wherever it appears and that well, sort of thing, you know. You know, I think that the list of how it's affected society, the list is long, but the antidote is God. Mm-hmm. Right? Pure and simple. It's um, God must be returned to his rightful place in our lives. And above all else, we must endeavor to protect and preserve our light. Anyway, let's conclude this lecture portion now. Here it is. The manipulation of the base chakra of the mother in magic, specifically through sexual activities practiced at the satanic altar, is a means of directing quantities of misqualified white light against the children of God. It is done every day. And it is always directed against those who are most advanced on the path because they are the greatest threat to these fallen ones. I have told you before about our demagnetization, the demagnetization of some of our students in San Francisco. When they arrived at a certain hill and began to give their decrees, suddenly a car of Satanists drove up. Men dressed in black came right next to them and urinated. These Satanists know all about our dynamic decrees and our movement of light. And they share so many goals with humanists that Satanists occupy positions in newspapers, in journalism, in the media, in government, in situations of influence where it is not necessary for them to unveil themselves as Satanists. They need only be humanists and they can influence other unsuspecting humanists against the entire light movement of the planetary body. This is the humanist alternative to religious morality which they decry. Hence the new sexual code is humanist morality. The humanist manifesto declares, quote, the preciousness and dignity of the individual person is a central humanist value. Individuals should be encouraged to realize their own creative talents and desires. We reject all religious, ideological, or moral codes 
that denigrate the individual, suppress freedom, dull intellect, dehumanize personality. You have to be very astute in the understanding of the Judeo-Christian tradition to understand just how humanism diverges from it. The whole message of the I am that I am and of Jesus Christ is the individuality of God within his sons and daughters. Jesus Christ's message is that you and I can inherit the full Christ consciousness and manifest it here and now. That we can balance our karma, that we can be resurrected and we can ascend. So individuality is a prime tenet of the Ascended Master's teachings. But it is always individuality in God. The humanist argues for individuality. It doesn't want to dehumanize. It doesn't want to mass mechanize. It doesn't want people brainwashed. They should be able to express themselves individually. It's only a razor's edge. It's either individuality in God and through God to his glory, or it's humanism, which is the same thing except to the glory of the human ego. That's the only difference between the religion of Moses and Jesus Christ and the religion of Satan. Did God say that Jesus Christ should not have all the power in the kingdoms of this world? No, he would have it. In the final hour of his victory, he said, All power in heaven and earth is given unto me. But he was willing to wait for that fruit of the tree of life when he fulfilled his initiations. Satan offered it to him first. He rejected it. He wanted it from God or nobody. People today would rather have power, success, and money anywhere they can get it. But God doesn't say, we're not here to enjoy the abundant life here and now. That's a phrase of God himself. Jesus came that all might have life abundantly. The abundant life to establish it on earth, not in a future never-never land in some far-off kingdom. Here and now, the abundant life. The only difference is that the fallen angels, Satan and humanists who follow them, do not want to bend the knee and acknowledge the source as God, the lawgiver and the law. They want no authority hanging over their heads. That's the only difference in the two paths. You can find humanists who are nice people, compatible people, easy to get along with, interesting to talk to, have fine goals in their businesses, in upholding America. You can find all kinds of people who consciously or unconsciously do reject that confession of the Lord God Almighty and want their power from their ego and all other egos put together instead of from God. This is a very fine razor's edge. And this is why you should judge not. Let people's fruits finally reveal what they are. It's very hard to tell by what people say. When it comes down to it, where is the heart and where is the devotion? To the lower self or the higher self? The Humanist Manifesto continues, quote, in the area of sexuality, we believe that intolerant attitudes often cultivated by orthodox religions and puritanical cultures unduly repress sexual conduct. The right to birth control, abortion, and divorce should be recognized. 
while we do not approve of exploitative, denigrating forms of sexual expression, neither do we wish to prohibit, by law or social sanction, sexual behavior between consenting adults. We wish to cultivate the development of a responsible attitude towards sexuality. Moral education for children and adults is an important way of developing awareness and sexual maturity. A lot of nice people, good people, and perhaps people who are the real children of God will go along with that verbiage, that garbage, because they don't understand where it's coming from. A conference or two ago, I talked to you about having the right reasons and the right motive and the right cause. It's not enough that you're pro-life. You have to have the right reasons for being pro-life and on and on. Why are you for this and against that? That is what is essential. The Satanic Bible agrees with a humanist manifesto. Satanism condones any type of sexual activity which properly satisfies your individual desires, be it heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, or even asexual, if you choose. Satanism also sanctions any fetish or deviation which will enhance your sex life, so long as it involves no one who does not wish to be involved. The milieu of humanism has influenced social and Supreme Court attitudes, which culminated in the legal sanction for teenage abortion without parental consent. In one move, this destroyed traditional family relations, increased the power of the state over the family and the individual, and challenged the sanctity of life. In a system where all values are valid, death is as valid as life. In some states, sex education begins in kindergarten. It does not take 12 years to teach the biological facts of life. No, the curriculum is broader. In Arcata, California, by the time children are in the seventh grade, they have been taught and are starting to review ovulation, intercourse, fertilization, a very detailed anatomy, birth, breastfeeding, bottle feeding, and birth control. Their studies also include contraception, venereal disease, the effects of overpopulation, and the need for mature and responsible decisions regarding population stabilization. Homosexuality, masturbation, the intelligent choice of sexual lifestyles, genetics, and abortion, including the services available to them through county health offices or planned parenthood. All of that by the seventh grade. The humanists lead the fight for birth control with religious fervor. Wherever anyone, particularly a Catholic, opposed birth control or abortion, the humanists called it a religious issue, and it was. The Satanic Bible says, it has become necessary for a new religion based on man's natural instincts to come forth. They have named it. It is called Satanism. It is that power condemned that has caused the religious controversy over birth control measures. A disgruntled admission that sexual activity for fun is here to stay. The religion of Satanism, it is that power condemned that has caused the religious controversy over birth control measures. Oh, you know, I kind of hate to leave it here, but we're kind of running out of time. We are. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, just to kind of recap very quickly here, you know, we're doing 
Three shows in total. Today was the finish of number two. Next week will be number three on humanism. And next week we'll kind of dive into this uh, and finish it off with the real enemy. So I hope you'll stay with us. In the meantime, Terry, how can they get rid of us? How can they get, get in touch with us? Is there, a, is there a repellent they can use? <laughs> we are at, we are at webradio at tsl.org. Webradio at tsl.org. And we, we'd love to hear from you. Good recovery. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And though the upper path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.